Welcome back. Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. Uh, believe it or not, I'm doing this show while someone is in the studio next door, and I've heard them <clears throat> talking over the last couple of minutes. So if for some reason you hear something <laughs> during this segment of the broadcast, I apologize to you and just know that... Uh, I'm in an office with a studio, and there is someone right next door. Why do you have to provide an earnest money check to buy a home? Is it required? Why is an appraisal required when you're putting 20% or more down? And then what if you do, what do you do if you believe a seller is deliberately trying to deceive you? You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible when buying, selling, or investing in real estate anywhere in Metro Atlanta. My family's been in real estate for 33 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate, and we want nothing more than to work with you when you or anyone in your family is ready to buy or sell a home. We want you to connect with us. We want to communicate with you. We want to help you be the most educated party in a real estate transaction. Go to gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. On your desktop upper right-hand corner, click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. It'll take you to the website. You will be able to ask questions, make comments, submit the name of your subdivision to be considered to be or to be included in our neighborhood spotlight segment in the fourth segment of the show each week you can push back you can comment share ideas you can also download or subscribe to our podcast on the site we invite you to go to that site and get connecting with us you can also connect with us by phone 770-497-0000 is the office number you can call direct i'm happy to speak with you myself in fact if you're interested in selling a home or buying a home, I'll be happy to have the first conversation with you myself and uh, take care of you. Make sure you get ushered through the system the way you need to be ushered through the system. We've got a question. I don't have the name of the person who asked this question, and I apologize for that. But it says, why do I have to provide an earnest money check on my purchase to my broker? I've never had to do this before. I don't know if this person is wondering why they have to give the earnest money to the broker or why they have to pay the earnest money period. But the, the truth is I'm going to answer both of them. So normally when a buyer purchases a home, they make an upfront good faith deposit. Uh, normally it would get paid when the offer was submitted, but in Georgia, we typically accept the earnest money or collect the earnest money a day or two or three after the offer is accepted. So an offer goes in and it says, we're buying your home. The <clears throat> purchase price is going to be $300,000 in Georgia. People typically offer 1% earnest money. I don't think that's enough. I don't think there's enough teeth in earnest money in Georgia, but say that would be $3,000. That is designed to show the seller that the buyer is acting in good faith. And so the contract would say purchase price $300,000, earnest money being paid by the buyer in the form of a check or certified funds or a wire transfer will be paid with the next number of days of the binding agreement date. Most people put in three and let's say that's $3,000. So in Georgia, it is customary for the buyer's broker. Uh, in Georgia, that's called the selling broker. The person who represents the seller is called the listing broker. I know none of that matters to you, but it's confusing because you would think the selling broker would represent the seller, but they represent the buyer. And so it, normally it's held by the buyer's agent's broker. 
And uh, every once in a while, a consumer will be worried because in a lot of states, it's held by the title insurance company or the escrow company uh, or whoever it is that is it is uh, that is handling the closing or, or in Georgia, it might be held by a closing attorney. And but in Georgia, it's more customary for it to be held by one of the brokers in the transaction. And I don't think that's a real issue because the brokers the 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 process that whoever is holding the earnest money or whichever firm is holding the earnest money must follow is outlined in the purchase and sale agreement if you have a broker hold it then all of the language you need is within the purchase agreement if you have a closing attorney hold it which is really the only other common entity to hold earnest money in the state of georgia then you have this separate uh, exhibit that gets filled out, completed by the parties, gets initialed by everybody, and it shows who's holding it and what they're going to do with it. And long story short, if all of the buyer's contingencies have expired, the buyer fails to close, then the seller might very well be entitled to the earnest money. If the buyer decides to terminate during a time within which they have the right, or if one of the contingencies fails, but it was within that contingency period. So if it says we've got 21 days to get the appraisal done, if it fails to appraise for the purchase price and the buyer wants to terminate, then the buyer would be within their contingency period and they would be entitled to that earnest money back. So you provide an earnest money check on a purchase to show that you're acting in earnest, to show that your intentions are good, and to make sure you have some skin in the game. So if you don't perform correctly, you could lose your money. And then typically it's paid to a broker because that's just the more typical way of doing it in Georgia. There is no requirement for earnest money, meaning you could pay zero earnest money. I doubt a seller would be interested in talking to you if you're not willing to put your money where your mouth is. Um, and they pay it to brokers just because that's what's typical, but you could also pay it to the closing attorney uh, if you wanted to. I mean, you could actually pay an earnest money deposit directly to a seller and not even have it be held as an earnest money deposit, but more like a deposit if you wanted to. So hopefully that answers your questions and whoever asked it will go from being skeptical about paying earnest money to a broker to being confident and sure about it. Under, so quick question from another listener. This is from William and Roswell. He's very frustrated. He says, why does a bank require an appraisal if we're putting down over 20%? So most p banks um, who, who loan money for home mortgages, they don't really loan their own money. Now they might. So Let's just say you go to your local Bank of America and they approve your loan and you go to loan. Well, Bank of America funds that loan at the closing table. But what they do is they turn around and uh, sell the loan, about 65 or 70% of them, they sell them to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Those are two big quasi-government entities uh, who are, are charged with keeping liquidity in the mortgage market. So Eventually, Bank of America would run out of money to lend, but when they're taking the loans and selling them off to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, who sells the servicing rights to somebody else, then it replenishes their cash so that they can make more loans. So the issue is, and you're probably thinking, why on earth is he telling me all of this information just to tell me why you have to have an appraisal if you're putting 30 or 40 or 50% down? And it's because in order for the loan to meet Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac's underwriting guidelines for them to buy it, they're going to require that it has an appraisal. So it, it's not that big of a deal unless William and Roswell, you think that your home is not going to appraise. But if you're putting 30 or 40% down and the home fails to appraise by five or $6,000, you could just pay the cash difference yourself or maybe renegotiate that with the seller. So they require an appraisal because they need to have some proof with the loan that what they're accepting as collateral is worth the amount of the loan they're getting or worth 80% or 70% or 60%. 
William, I hope that answered your question. If it did not answer your question, uh, then make sure you go to gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Uh, click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, upper right-hand corner on your mobile device. Click those three parallel lines, drop down to your last uh, of your drop-down menu. Click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, and I will be more than happy to uh, answer any additional questions you have. You can also just call us on the phone, 770-497-0000. There are all kinds of situations. Um, by the way, uh, there are all kinds of situations that will require an appraisal. But also, there are some exceptions, meaning sometimes the bank doesn't require a full appraisal, but more like a desktop underwriting appraisal to try to understand value. Uh, they put some of those uh, systems in place to give us other options about the time the uh, coronavirus pandemic hit. Do you feel stuck because you want to sell your home, but you're concerned that the coronavirus will force you to sell for less? Or maybe that it'll take you forever and you might miss your time frame. Well, you shouldn't feel stuck at all. The coronavirus might have actually given you better options. I think that it has because it really, uh, the market has gone really, really crazy uh, ever since we got into the pandemic. Let us show you how to sell your home for $28,000 more than what your neighbor sold their home for and make your timing work out perfectly. And we can also keep you safe during the process. Just visit gogaddis.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Click on $28,000 more to unlock your home's full value. Now, if you go to the desktop site, upper right-hand corner, click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on your mobile device, three parallel lines, click on that, go to the bottom, click on that option, Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, you'll find $28,000 more. Click on that to unlock your home's full value, but be careful. Don't click on that unless you absolutely want to sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. Billy and Monroe writes in saying, we feel like the seller is deliberately trying to mislead us about the condition of the property. How can we make them be honest? So Billy, um, there are cases when sellers are deliberately trying to mislead people and um, how you make them be honest is you trust what they're saying, but you verify. I think Ronald Reagan or whoever it was was one to say trust but verify. He was one of an old president. I don't remember Ronald Reagan was a president, but I maybe was a president prior to Ronald Reagan. And I, but he, but so you, whatever they say, you try to independently verify it. Most of the stuff on the seller's disclosure you can independently verify. Uh, the ages of the hot water heaters and the HVAC systems and the roof and stuff like that. They're fairly easy to confirm if you ask for some paperwork. So trust but verify. But I want you to be careful to assume that you know what the seller is trying to do. Because in most cases, when a buyer assumes the seller is trying to mislead them, it changes the entire way they negotiate or communicate with the seller. Because if I treated you like I thought you were a liar, then ultimately you would get very upset with me. So my suggestion for you is, Billy and Monroe, and Monroe that you don't just assume that the seller is lying, that is the lying to deliberately deceive you, and that you communicate with them as if maybe they didn't understand the right answer in the first place. Because in a lot of cases, a seller says, hey, my roof was installed in 2018, but it turns out it was installed in 2014, and they just forgot, and it was just an honest mistake. They're not trying to specifically tell you something. Now, I will tell you, do not under any circumstances just take what the seller says at face value because the reality is that the seller might have given some misinformation unintentionally. So, Billy, hopefully that answers your questions. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got Summer Haven 
in our neighborhood spotlight. That is in uh, Smyrna, Cobb County. And uh, if you bought a new home and you're now overwhelmed, what are you supposed to do? Stick with us. When we come back, we'll have that and more.